You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's time to say goodbye to the blur and hello to clear vision. Ficta and Lynn Elmer are the first in Western New York to bring you Zeiss Smile technology. Along with our highly experienced surgeons, we promise an effortless journey to better vision. Gone are the days of fumbling for glasses or struggling with contact lenses. Embrace the freedom of superb sight because we believe you deserve the world in HD. Visit us online at Ficta.com and schedule a consultation. Ficta and Lynn Elmer, we are focused on you. Conduct. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. Work. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Dead. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a, I'm a king. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. Yeah. king. God made me punch in accurate numbers. Yeah. My castle won't crumble. Nah. What I tackle will fumble. Yeah. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet is up. up. According to me, royalty didn't end with King Tut. Nah. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Yeah. Big says sky is the limit. I look down on the ledge. I push the bar like I'm opening the cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single nail. You I need all of mine. The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? What? Well, Goliath fell. Even yeah. if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked I make all my moves on the board, I invented my steps uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler, I feel like Mansa Musa Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda Triangle, look at it from my angle I'm a king, the closest thing to being one of God's angels yeah. I'm a king Heavy is the head that wears the crown. crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found work. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing Dead. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king, I'm a king. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. king Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night This is the Code of Conduct King Podcast I am your host, Jason King Listen here, Victory Monday, Victory Tuesday, Victory Wednesday, Hump Day Then you get over it, we gonna talk about Miami <laughs> But listen it's a, it's okay. It's okay to, to still be happy. It's Tuesday. You can still celebrate. The Buffalo Bills look like the team that we thought they were. They are who we thought they were, <laughs> and that's and, and that's exactly who they are. Josh Allen, man, can I just can I just say I don't I don't think I could love a man more that I've personally never built a friendship or relationship with like i love this dude so much him and steph both him and steph i love them both so much like it's just it's incredible the amount to me it's incredible to watch the amount of uh drama that people try to surround them with um the attention that they get for things that don't matter um just a bunch of just a bunch of everything it's incredible to me. And then still to see them come out and perform the way that they do. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. What, what do you say? 
what do you say? The only the only critique I have about Josh Allen and um, really is not a critique about Josh Allen at all. It's a critique about the fan base and how we protect him in situations. Um, the interception that he threw, I don't think was a bad decision. I think you, you throw that 50 50 up and, you know, you're trying to give Gabe Davis a chance. And Gabe Davis, you know, he stretches the field. Normally he he gets those, um, you know, he gets those targets. And, hey, last year it was drops. This year, this first one, it just, it's okay. It was an interception. I don't have a problem with that. The problem that I had, and we're going to talk about this later. I got um, Jeremy Poyer, Jeremiah Poyer, uh, bro Poe joining me. But. Um, one of the things that, that bugged me about it was immediately, it seemed like 95% of Bill's Mafia on social, everybody wanted to talk about how, oh, it's just an arm punt. What the hell is an arm punt? I don't understand that. <laughs> now, let me take a step back and say I do understand it because I used to have that way of thinking. For instance, last year uh, against the Vikings, there was a throw that is like fourth and whatever you're going for. It. Okay. It's a turnover and end zone. You were going for it though. I can't be mad at that. Right. Situations. It's like, okay, it's not a problem here to throw an interception. Cause I get it. But in a situation like this, when you're up, what you're up and you're playing the way you're playing, there was absolutely no need um, to do it. But, I don't even care about him doing it. That's what I'm saying. It was a good decision. It was a good decision. You throw that 50-50 up. Two things can happen that makes it all great. Gabe makes the catch. Everybody celebrates and it's amazing. Or pass interference on the defense. Ball be placed at the spot of the foul. Automatic first down. That was a long pass. Again, two outcomes that would have been great. The third outcome, incompletion. Fourth was the one that this discussion is about. It was the interception. I don't care about the interception, but let's just let's just call spades a spade. Like he threw an interception. Because <laughs> if you look at the pass, there was nothing Gabe could even do to catch that. Josh threw an interception. And that's okay. Because he played phenomenally for the rest of the game. But we have a punter, a good punter, and we pay him to punt the ball. We don't, we don't pay Josh Allen to punt. So arm punt conversations, we want Josh. And I should correct it because I don't pay Josh nothing. Josh could pay my salary 15 billion times over. <laughs> but the Buffalo Bills pay Josh Allen to throw completions and touchdowns, run for first downs, pass for first downs. We want less interceptions. Because right now you're saying, oh, it's not a problem. But then when you're arguing with the Dolphins fan about who's better, Tua or Josh, and they bring up, well, Josh threw four interceptions. The context will not be there in four months to say, oh, well, that was an arm punt. At the end of the year, when they're talking about all these awards, offensive player of the year and MVP, I could care less about MVP at this point. I want a Super Bowl. But. In those discussions, those numbers come up and the context doesn't. Right now, Josh Allen has four interceptions on the season. And that's just the reality of what it is. But whatever, I'm harping too much on this interception. Me and Bro Poe are going to talk about that in a second. Because, like I said, I just, 
Um, I don't understand the whole thing about arm punt. But can we talk about Terrell Bernard? Can we talk about, I'm sorry, Terrell Keekley? <laughs> Did Terrell Bernard not look like an, just, he, he, he fit everything that Sean McDermott wanted from the defense. And everybody knows, if you're listening to Code of Conduct right now, I guarantee you're listening and you know you were waiting for me to talk about this because it's like Spence's guy is Tremaine Edmonds. And Spence said, we're going to miss Tremaine Edmonds. I'm going to double down on that and I'll tell you why. So Robin Hart played a phenomenal game, fantastic game. And I hope he plays like that for the rest of the season. Jerry Ostrowski said it very well. There's some things that he does great in this system that Tremaine Edmonds just didn't do. It seems like Terrell, it seems like Terrell has a knack for splash, splash plays. He made more in one game this week than I remember as a splash play. And I'm not talking about a big hit. I'm not talking about I'm talking about splash plays that, you know, interceptions, fumbles, all this stuff. He 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 has a knack to make those plays. And that's phenomenal. But now I want to see him do it against a team like Miami. We got this week coming up. Because with all due respect, you know, Eric Bieniemy is doing a good job over there in Washington. He has them he has them starting off the season 2 and 0. They run into Buffalo and get their first loss. But Eric Bieniemy is a is a great offensive mind and that offense just put up, I believe they put up 30 points last week. But this defense, Sean McDermott, I'm going to tell you, and I, I love pff, the aggression. The aggre Is Sean McDermott the best defensive coordinator in the league right now? I could be. I'm doing, going too far. I'm going too far. I know. I got to relax. But if you if you take this one game and, and you look at it, again, this team just scored 30 points a week ago. And we almost held them to a donut. They kicked a field goal at the end just so they wouldn't be whitewashed. Now, that's something. That's something. Let me talk about our offense for a second. Now, obviously, we could talk about Steph. I'm not going to I'm not going to pile in on Gabe. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a wait till I talk to all bro. Po. One reception on four targets. One was a touchdown. So I can't beat him up. That touchdown is a big deal. But Hembo Cook. Can we talk about James Cook? Two weeks in a row, he looks like a number one running back. He wasn't featured in college. He absolutely wasn't featured his rookie year. He's being featured now, and he's taking advantage of it. And I, the thing I love the most about it is in the fourth quarter, he, he's not the kind of running back. He doesn't have the frame that you feel. He's not Derrick Henry. He's not one of those guys that you feel like he, he's going to get you those ground and pound yards where, you know, that's not him. But doesn't it seem like he, he, especially in the fourth quarter, he doesn't have a, a play that's not longer than seven yards. Every time you hand him the ball off in the fourth quarter to run the clock out, he's breaking one open for another 15 yards, seven yards here. I love James Cook. I love James Cook. I'm waiting on Kate. <laughs> I am wait. I can see it. If you go back and you watch these games, you go and watch the All-22 and, and just focus on him. Even on the, the, the plays that he's obviously not targeted. Just go, go and watch him. Look at the way he runs routes. 
He runs routes so smoothly. Go and look at him. It, one of these weeks is coming soon. <laughs> Dawson Kincaid is going to be here. <laughs> and when he's here, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. And the last thing before I uh, bring my man in, <laughs> two things. I owe AJ Epines an apology. That man played his ass off. Played his ass off. Sir, I apologize to you. Shout out to AJ Epines. He had a phenomenal game. Shout out to, to Ed Oliver and Groot. But Leonard Floyd, my man found the fountain of youth and I don't know about you, but it's a phenomenal, beautiful thing to watch. I cannot wait for Vaughn to come back. But the good thing about this is I know Vaughn was cleared, apparently, you know, and the bill still put him on the, the pup list. It, to me, if this defense looks this way, if this defensive line is getting nine sacks and pressures on the quarterbacks. I don't want to rush Vaughn back for nothing. I need Vaughn in January and February because I intend to watch the Buffalo Bills play in February in Las Vegas. That's my intention. So if Vaughn Miller can be there available in January and February and we get and then we got this line. Play, listen, listen. Let me stop rambling. Let me get my mans and them in here. Quick word from our sponsor real quick, but then my brother, Aubro Poe, joining me. Let's get it. Hey, football fans, the season is here. So you know that means family, football, and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. All right. We back at it. And I got my brother, all bro Poe, in the building. What's good, man? What up, man? I'm good. Uh, we came off a nice little dub this weekend. We got Dolphins coming up. It's going to be a good Big dubs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, big. I miss your brother being on Twitter now because, like, now I'd be looking forward to the big dubs tweet and it ain't there. Like, I know he do it on Instagram, but it ain't the same. It don't hit the same. I mean, it is what it is. (laughs) No, I get it. I'm just saying, there's certain things that during the season it becomes like a staple. So, like, brother Bill wake up videos, you know, your brother tweeting out big dubs after a big dub. But, but yeah, man, I, um, I wanted to have you on because so. Everybody obviously knows we, you know, um, every once in a while I still jump in and do the chop up with y'all and everything. But but on Sundays, man, like sometimes you 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 be you be having some wild takes and I get it. I get it. But this time I was like, nah, nah, I I can't. We got to talk about this one. And I was too I I was too under the influence to have the conversation on Twitter. So, let's (laughs) so let's let's get to it first. You know, we can start with the game. We can start with the Bills game. So one of the things that that I um, tweeted out was about the interception when Josh threw that bomb and everybody like, dude, it seemed like 85% of Bill's mafia was like, Oh, it's just an arm punt, just an arm punt. Just throw it. There. It's just feel it's good. I'm like, 
I don't want Josh to throw interceptions. We pay somebody to punt the damn ball. No, I get it. I and on this is not me defending. I'm not like just gonna come to Josh's defense every time he does something dumb. So like I'm not. Um, so a lot of these guys on Twitter will just like come up with whatever it is to make sure that Josh doesn't look dumb or whatever. But in my in my opinion, at the beginning, it, it, it's based off of like decision making. So I get it. I would rather have that been an incomplete pass, but. And and that's not on his on his track record and stats. So that if I have an argument about who's a better quarterback, it makes it easier to, because he doesn't have that extra interception. But at the beginning of his, cho- I'm just looking at his choices, his decision making, and his decision to throw that ball at the beginning of it is a good decision in my opinion because the worst case scenario becomes a pick. The best case scenario, we get a 50 50 ball where our our guy catches the ball. So like. I'm looking at like statistically when the ball releases from his hand, it's a good choice in my opinion. I guess that's not the debate that I was like, I wasn't mad at the decision. And, you know, so like I I was mad at the result. The result. Right. Right. But like, no, you you throw it up there. Like in in those situations, like you said, it's a 50, 50 ball that gave a a lot of times he he gets a little bit of separate, like he stretches the field. That's why we use him. Mm -hmm. But also, even if not, it could be a pass interference call. It could be a holding call, illegal touch or whatever. So I understand the issue that I'm having again is with the result. I'm not tripping. Okay. It happened. I'm talking about, all the takes from people. I'm not even this. I wasn't even really mad at Josh about it. It was like everybody saying, oh, it's just an arm punt. That's a horrible take. Like at some point as as fans, like you mentioned, I feel like we um, we want to protect our guys. Right. So we want to say, you know, like if there is a play that Jordan ain't, you know, oh, he missed. <laughs> like sometimes he's he's not perfect. He missed here or there. I, I got to be able to say now nah, he missed instead of it being like, no, nah, Jordan's my dog. So I got it. Josh makes bad decisions sometimes. This one to me wasn't one, but if it's an interception, we got to admit like, yo, come on, man, this guy's you, you it's not an arm punt. That's not what that doesn't make sense. I I no, I get it. I uh, I uh don't like the result of the play. I don't I would rather punt the ball and be incomplete. That I don't think anybody in with the right mind would be like, oh no, I'd rather that just be caught for an interception rather than they get incomplete and then put. I don't think anybody would actually say that. But like, I live with that result given what could happen on that play as far as the percentage. Uh, I live with the interception because at the end of the day, it's a, it is a long turnover or a punt inside of the 20 yard line. Um, so I live with the result given what could have happened on the play. Obviously, at the end of the play, I, I would prefer to just punt the ball. I But I'm just – I'm going based off of the choice that he makes because once the ball's in the air, I, and once the ball's released, like I can't put that on Josh anymore unless it was a bad decision. And so I don't take that as a bad decision even given the result. And that's fair, I guess, because I, I watched the play a few times. Like I'm sure a lot of people did either just the clip or watched the game back today. And um, I, again, the decision in itself, I'm not upset with. I don't think it was a horrible decision, but I just think it, it was not the best uh, deep throw that we've seen from Josh either. Like, you know, it, it wasn't really in a position where Gabe could have fought harder for it. He, it was he just couldn't. So so I think Gabe, though, like if I, if I was to put one thing on Gabe, like. 
you as an offensive receiver have leeway a lot of the time. Like receivers are blessed in in a way where like you can fight harder for the ball than the DB can. They're going to throw a penalty as a DB. So like I would like Gabe to like start fighting. And if you get an offensive pass interference, cool. And it goes incomplete. We put the ball, same, same result. I would prefer him to like get a penalty, but he has like, they've instilled in some of these cornerbacks and, and receivers not to get penalties. And like, I would prefer you try to fight for that ball and maybe you like, and just hope that a penalty doesn't get called on you or whatever. But um, I I think that I go back to the Tyrod Taylor thing, right? Like we used to get mad at Tyrod Taylor for not throwing up any 50, 50 balls. And Josh kind of does that sometimes. He'll like throw, he'll air mail it or whatever. I I'll take some of these 50, 50 balls that end up in picks on third and longs and, and whatnot. I I'll take that over him just holding it and throwing it away and then punting it because some of these balls are going to get caught. Yeah, no, I respect that. And I, and, I, and I think the thing with Tyrod, though, I don't even think it was that – I think he got to blame for not taking those chances. But I think it was the offense, man, because if you remember that first year that Tyrod was here, like his first scoring play was a 45-yard bomb. Uh, it was a touchdown on the right side to uh, – wide open, though. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. He he took the shot though is what i'm saying like <laughs> the way the offense evolved man greg roman took away it, it, i don't even think we saw many routes ran past 20 yards <laughs> like it, it just yeah, it just true. changed that's so it's like yeah. you know we wanted him to take shots but it's like yeah i'm not i don't want to i don't want him taking shots to robert foster down down the side. <laughs> like that just wasn't the look for me but but no you're right and, and, and i'm with that but now the one that we really disagreed on this yeah. is this is why i wanted you to come on code of conduct so saturday night or Saturday afternoon, I should say. The whole world, the whole—I don't know what Deion Sanders does, but this dude had everybody tuning into a Colorado game at three thirty p.m. Eastern time. And um, first, I just want to say I love that. I love that. Um, you know, he—he's making a change. He's making a difference already. And one, you know, one off season or one recruiting class, you know, he—he's changed the culture a bit there to now where the expectation is to win or is to play big. I love that. Now, they're not ready. They're not they're not the big boys that they may have looked like after beating TCU week 1 or they're they're not the big boys that we thought, right? So, they got smacked by Oregon. <laughs> and and by smacked, I think that's an understatement. Yeah. Um but you you had an interesting take that I I don't think that um Dion it plays victim by any means. I don't think that his team plays victim. No. Um I think that they they understand when you talk big or when you when you have a huge presence and and this type of personality, when you take those L's, it's time to take those L's. And a lot of time th those L's feel bigger because you're so big. But you had to take about them being uh, victims or about I, you explain the take. I don't want to no, speak because when I when I look on when I look on um 
on Twitter or wherever. That's where I usually speak about sports and whatnot. And and I'm looking on some of these shows and clips and and I, I'm seeing a lot of people's putting Dion and his team in a victim place. And it's not Dion and it's not it's not his team doing it. It's it's people that are saying, oh, they're only getting hate because this is a black head coach. And look, I respect everything Dion's ever done. I love how he he carries himself. I I appreciate loud people. I I appreciate it because it makes it entertaining. Mm-hmm. It may it may like it brings the entertainment. I love Johnny Manziel when he was there. Even Tim Tebow was loud about his. He was a Christian, but he was loud about the way he moved. Um, there's a lot of people. Reggie Bush. There's a lot of people that are loud. And that back it up and that and that walk the walk. My my problem comes in is when like that comes with that's gonna come with people wanting you to lose. It's mm-hmm. going to come with it, no matter what skin color you are. And and I was seeing a lot of people over there being like, Oh, he's only getting this much hate about this loss. They're not even supposed to win. They're only getting this much hate about this loss because he's a black head coach. And my problem with that is that takes away from his individualism as a head coach to carry his team, how he's going to carry it. There's some black head coach. Mike Tomlin would never be this loud. He's not because he's, he's not loud because he's black and and putting him in that culture or not, not in that culture in that, in that category of, of just being a black head coach takes away from his individualism as a head coach of what he brings to the table. Mike Tomlin is is one of the best head coaches in the league or ever, and he's quiet. He he moves. He's loud with his players, but quiet with his with his um, media, and and he moves at a slow pace. And so, I don't like the idea of saying, "Oh, th- this guy's only getting hate," and putting him in this place of this guy's only getting hate because he's a black head coach, and then that putting him in that victim category of of. Now it's now it only seems that like oh he's only getting this much love because he's a blackhead. No, he's he's a great head coach that has done a lot for the Colorado program. He talked they talk the talk when they're winning. They they carry themselves with a strong personality. When they lose and get hate, it is not because he's black. It is because they talk what they they talk the talk that they talk early, and when they lose, they're gonna get hate for it. That's just how it is. It, like no matter who, if no matter what. Johnny Manziel, when he loses, he he's gonna get hate because he's loud and he moves loud, and that's just how he. Now I don't respect Johnny the same way that I respect Dion, but so I agree with you. I, I agree with that take. There's nothing from that take that I'm gonna say you're wrong about. He, you're right. The comment that I made on your post is like because I think I even tried to say it that night that same way you're right and that's how it should be and that and that's how it is with most people but again we're talking about loud people here a lot of times the loudest people and the loudest posts and the loudest sometimes the ones that do get that attention aren't the ones that have the type of rhetoric that you're talking about so while you're saying that i agree with you but then at the same time if you're telling me you don't see a lot of the posts that have um racial undertones or even just straight up racial messaging <laughs> i don't know what to tell it and it's like because I, I always i try my hardest to like always not address 
the racial stuff because I see it too much. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I see it. So I just try to, okay, I'm going to ignore this stuff. Let me mute these accounts. Let me, but when you look at a game like Saturday and you're and, and you're hearing people, is nobody called um, Johnny Menzel ghetto. <laughs> you know what that word, you know what people imply when that word is brought up. You know what word is implied when um, there's there's just a lot of and I can send you like often. So when when we're done with the show, I can I can send you a couple posts because it's like and these these were posts from um, prominent people who have some rhetoric that it had nothing to do with it being Dion being loud or with it being Dion in Colorado. It was about it was <laughs> it was about race. So while I'm saying I agree with you we shouldn't put him in a box like that because Dion did. Um, I think he's doing something that's amazing. You know, like I said, he's changing the culture. I think he's, he's not a traditional coach by any means. Um, I think, you know, obviously his coordinators do a lot of the coaching, but his leadership is a coaching style. So I, I you know, he, I think he's doing a fantastic job. So I'm with you. I don't want to put any type of box on him, but outside of that, a lot of the conversation about them losing this game had nothing to do with, Dion being loud or it had nothing to do with it being Colorado need to hold this L like you see that from people who respect sports and, and people who respect people but there's a lot of people man where it was about race and I hate talking like I'm tired of I'm 37 years old and I feel like it's just every and so I try to personally not focus on it as much but it's there it would have been nice to have a because uh, look, there's gonna there's gonna be race racial um, comments from a lot of. I, I wish you had some of the comments that you're talking about, um, so we could look at. Because I didn't see any from a prominent person. I see people that are giving him hate from prominent people. I saw somebody say, and th this is like the the post that I was speaking on. Somebody that was a USC fan said, Oregon did this for for all of us and then immediately because she was white immediately she got a thousand comments underneath it saying well who's us and she's a usc alum and she's i don't i just don't jump on all these comments that like straight to it being a racial comment that and one, she's not like prominent that one was that one was I don't think it was. You got okay, and that's fair if you don't. But the thing is, again, being and I'm not trying to pull a card at this point to to disarm you in this conversation. So that's not what I'm doing. But as a black man, I I see I get that type of communication on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times, what might not look like it to other people, I know how it feels as a black man, and I'm telling you, it's annoying and frustrating. And that's why so many, some people do try to race bait and pick. I'm not, I don't do that. That comment that you're, that post specifically, I'm telling you the us it, it's, it's a rhetoric, man. It's the same thing. It's, it's part of the reason why there's a, a, a I don't want to get political. So we're going to, we'll have this part of the conversation separately, but, but we can finish this, the Dion and stuff, but I, I my, look, and just to give a, like, I get more mad at racial tension with Jordan growing up. Jordan has been called the mm -hmm. N word. Jordan, Jordan's my brother. And he's been called the N-word on fields. He's been stomped on. We grew up in a very, like, our area was all right. But, like, the the used, the used where we used to grow up was pretty bad when it came to, like, racial tension. So, like, I get upset. 
I am not going to sit here and put because she used the term us when she could be talking about just fans in general that like the way that the the football was going before where it's not loud and whatnot. Now, is, is some people want to take that as racist where like change if it's coming from a loud. I think that if there was a white football head coach that was as loud, getting as much attention, she would feel the same way just based off of her comment. So I, I, I just don't think that the us is coming from white or black. I think it's coming from we're packed. We're the Pac-12. We should be getting more love at USC. We should be getting more love at Oregon. We should be getting more love at here. And I don't like that they're getting love. Now, I don't have a problem with them getting love because it's entertainment. That's mm -hmm. why he's getting as much love you as he is. And some people don't understand that. But they expect love getting from themselves or coming to themselves because they're playing really well. And so I understand the hate towards Colorado's rise. I understand it. And I don't think it's because he's black for the majority of sane people out there. I, I, I understand that there's some people that with no profile picture that are leaving a bunch of hateful messages and they do that, whether you're LGBTQ black, whatever the minority group is Asian, they do, they're going to go out there and leave these hateful messages, no matter what, like these are the non-profile picture people. But I, I don't take somebody's comment and then try to dive into it wondering if that's racist at first. I, I, I just, I don't operate that way. If it comes off racist, then I will ask a question to that person and not assume. I feel you. I feel you. And I respect that take. And and again, I know, uh, I know you, so I know how, I know exactly where you're coming from with that. And, and you mean it exactly how you say it. So, you know, I respect that. I just, like I said, for that for that whole thing, um, it, it's not even that post. I'm just saying. So Saturday, just the way it was, man. I would love if if people just dragged on Dion and, and on the, the team, you know, and on the sun, you know, holding up the watch. I love seeing that the Oregon players was posing like that and, and holding their arms up like he was holding the watch. I love that, man. Get yeah. him if he if he out here flexing there after they win and he out here, you know, shining doing that stuff. Then hey, when you beat him, you earned that. So I'm with that, man. I'm 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 the biggest I, this week. You know, we play in Miami. I love talking all the shit in the world to smoke. Like I love it. Right. And he talks it back. And if if the Dolphins beat us, hey, he got bragging rights until we see them dudes at the end of the year, mm. just like they did last year. I love that. The I coach don't for, love it. I'm my sorry. bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. The, 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 and the 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 hate for the coach, like everything close to the football side of it, I. I don't like that the coach for the Ducks got hate for the comments that he's, he's like, like th th this is my, I was, I stuck close to the football side of it as far as like what will happen around. And then the rhetoric that some people create that caused the conversation around, like there are a lot of people calling that Ducks coach a, a racist too, because of some comments that other people make underneath his, his, uh, his video. And it's like, I just don't understand where you can he's just trying to hype up his players i i don't know i i just don't i i like taking away and dissecting the the racist comments separately from the actual football part of it, I guess. yeah i prefer that yeah. at all times like i i just want to talk football i just want to talk about the game and the entertainment of it like you said like Dion is i don't think i i don't even know maybe because i'm trying to think of a white head coach that i would even try to compare 
Um, There's no other black. Yeah, you know, and maybe back in the day, for a minute in New York, I could say Rex had a little bit of buzz like that. Like Rex had something like that, but but Dion is just a different level. So it's like I can't even. There's nothing for me to compare it to to say. You know, if it was a white coach, it wouldn't be this. I'm just happy that, again, Dion is making a positive impact in those kids' lives out there at Colorado. Uh, last week, not this game they just lost, but last week, man, they lost. They won a game, and one of the players that were there previously, he was just – he was in tears of joy because he's saying, like, dude, it just feels so good to win. You know, we, we've been losing <laughs> this whole time I've been here. So those things, I love that. You know, I love the fact that now, you know, he's getting endorsements for, for walk-ons, man. He got a – one of one of his kids that's a walk on was in the commercial. I think it was a pizza commercial or something like that. And he's just so I I just love that he's that he's changing lives and and he's gonna. And then I tell you what, they're coming. Colorado Colorado will be, you know, it might not be this year because they they just don't have the bodies. Yo, that rec- people are gonna want to play for Dion. They're gonna want to play for Colorado. I have an outside perspective take that he's gonna leave, uh, uh, but he will flip it. For at least like three years before he leaves him. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. I'm 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 thinking he's going to leave too. I, I mean, I don't think he's he's one of those coaches that's going to be trying to coach at the at that school for 20 years and retire so i I agree it but i I don't know i don't know how soon or how far away i i I feel it would be when travis i think he's probably got a year after shador and travis hunter are gone in my opinion and then he's gonna pass it to one of the guys that are still there um i don't know how many coaches leave with him i do think eventually he's gonna coach shador in the nfl okay well i would like to um I would love to see Dion coaching in the NFL. That'd be dope. That'd be fine. You know, I think I think it's there's no bigger stage than the NFL. I know everybody loves college, but you know, right. the NFL is king. They reign supreme, and hey, and if he can get, back. you know, I mean, if he can get some of these NFL guys to like, it, it, like just like any head coach that comes in, and a, Dion doesn't like the way players are now, but like if he coached the Buffalo Bills, he would love coaching here because okay. of the personalities that are on this football team is is conducive to him. If they just show up, they buy in, they work, they grind. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's not like that everywhere. Now. <laughs> like It's not like that everywhere. So I understand him not wanting to take a head coaching job, but like he can build – Sean McDermott did it. He can build a, uh, a uh, foundation where people buy into everything that he's talking about. I think that's possible. Well, I, I can't wait to see it, man. I, and I hope he goes to a team that that embraces whatever he brings. You know what I mean? Like, right. J- j- go somewhere that that the organization will support what you're doing, because because you're going to get this, you know, this backlash yeah. that we that you and I are just you're going to have a, a certain crowd that does it. I need I need to see a team really get behind him and, and do it right. But that's a few years from now. So yeah. before we let you get on out of here real quick, man, I, first, I appreciate you doing it. I know, you know, the start to chop up, you know, you got you got stuff to do. You busy. But um, this weekend we got to we got to I think the biggest game of the weekend. You know, I think 
it should have been flexed. I know they can't do it. I get the rules. I get why, you know, but what's your what's your thoughts going into this game, man? This First is crazy. of all, I don't want to flex because we have enough. We have enough night games. I'm good with 1 p.m. games. I like 1 p.m. games. Let's get in. Let's get out. Let's get the dub. Let's go to bed. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but I I am uh, excited because it's the it's a test for our defensive minds. So like, there's there's a way to stop this motion, high motion, high octane type of defense. And I do think that it plays perfectly into how we play defense. Like you're just not going to get big plays. We're, we're going to keep you everything underneath. I do think they're going to be able to move the ball. Um, but I think our, we break, we break down offenses to the point where like, you're going to do one thing and we're going to stop you for six and you're going to have to do that all the way up the field. We're very disciplined. You're not going to, and like, I'm not talking about the big run plays that, 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 that get out. Like those happen, those happen every now and then with our defense uh, because everybody has to play perfectly in every gap gap sound to not have that happen. So, um, but to stop this passing offense, I do think that we have a good, uh, I guess stop is quote unquote stop. I slow down this passing offense to a point where they have to move up the field. And then when we get in the red zone, it's completely different territory. So um, I think there, if we play really well, we'll give up a lot of field goals. Our offense is going to have to score the ball. Um, I, I have, I, I like our chances here. Uh, I like our defense. I like the way we play. We're smarter than, especially the last three teams that offensive played. So, I mean, I like it. I like the uh, odds. Spread opened up at two and a half uh, for the Bills. You So, I mean, obviously you, you like our chances. Um, you think it's going to be a, a close game, high scoring like that? Or do you think, you know, the Bills will look like they did the last two, two weeks? See, my, my thing about Miami is that, okay, first of all, I have to give credit where it's due. Absolutely. You score 70 points in an NFL game. I'm not I'm not about to nitpick and say anything about Denver. I ain't gonna say it don't matter because those guys are still professionals. You put up 70 points, you did something right. right. <laughs> like you just did something right, a whole lot of it. But now, as a now to say coming into this game against the Bills, I don't think this season they faced A, an offense that can be as good as the Bills. And then B, I don't think they faced the defense that's as good as the B. And actually, so week one, I was like, man, I don't think I like McDermott. Like first quarter, you know, obviously it was that first yeah. drive. No, it was week two. It was week two uh, against the Raiders when uh, Devontae Adams, like first drive, he just like ate us up. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't like this defense. But then, dude, since that touchdown, the Buffalo Bills have given up two field goals. <laughs> like that's yeah. it. And and he's they're aggressive. They're flying around the field. Uh, against Washington, now I get it. It's it's a different situation week by week, but nine sacks, you know what I'm saying? Four right. interceptions. Uh, it's insane. It's insane. Uh, Bernard looks great. He's flying all over the place. I I do want to see how he's going to look um, in the run game against some big bodies. I, he to me, I just want to see it. Um, I'm proud of him. Though. Like I'm I'm very happy that he's on his team. But again, there's some things that Trey looks good. He still kind of gives up certain plays where it's like Trey, you know. Uh, so there's certain things that that do make me a little nervous about the game because of the speed. Like Tyreek Hill always has a good game against us. He always – it doesn't matter. He'll figure it out. Like he finds an inch and he ends up getting two first downs out of it. Like I don't, I don't know how this dude does it, 
He's just he does, insane. He does have good games, and he but he does he does earn those good games to Absolutely. a point. It's not like a free like you not. He's not gonna get loose and just get a bunch of like four catches for two hundred. Like you're gonna have to have ten catches and work run cross field, get hit. You're like, and then you gonna have you could have a good game that way. That is the difference with like our team and other like. Tyreek with other teams, four catches, 150 yards. Like you're gonna have to get <laughs> you're right. Like you're gonna have to get 10, 12 catches this game, Tyreek, to, to get there. And in my opinion, and so like, and you're gonna get hit on these on these catches. And he can do that because you got to give up something. So these underneath routes are gonna be there. So like these short out routes, like they're gonna be there for the Dolphins early. And like it'll be whoever's patient enough to uh, on both teams because our offense plays conducive based off of what the defenses give us, they play too high spread and they back up and they let Josh throw underneath. And and if you're going to do that for the Dolphins, that's not good for you because you're not going to have the ball very long. You know what I mean? Like you're going to have – like we play defense the way other defenses play against us. And so there's going to be some long drives. You're just not – like there's going to be long drives by both teams going back and forth in my opinion. It'll be a low-scoring game for that reason, in my opinion. You um you you feel confident giving me a score prediction real quick, or are you gonna save it for chop? Uh, I'll get one. Um, 20, 27, 21. Bills. Okay. I think that's I think that's a, a fair prediction. I'm gonna go a little bit more um with the score there. I'm gonna actually go this week in the article that I'm preparing. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm going uh, thirty five to 28 and i'm saying the bills are going to have the ball last and score a touchdown (laughs) like it's going to be like that but but i think it's going to be fun man i can't wait um i I wish i was coming for this one i I, technically i i have all the stuff in place to come i'm just tired man like it's so much going on but um i might still try to make it out this weekend because my man smoke is going to be out there and yeah it's gonna be a fun one one. so i don't know but we'll see man but yo thank you for for doing this we're gonna go ahead and get on out of here absolutely Uh, you got anything you want to plug real quick uh, nope. Go Bills. Go Bills. All right. Y'all know how we do it over here. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Test negative. And my man just said it right. Go Bills. Go Bills. Code of conduct.